In regards to the carbon Pesach that they brought in Mitzrayim, the year that they left Mitzrayim, in, they had to separate it, they had to take the lamb and bring it into their bedroom, whatever, and keep it there on the 10th of Nisan, which means they had it full four days before they actually shechted, used it on the 14th of Nisan, the night before they left Mitzrayim. And in this, it happens to be that it's different, this carbon Pesach was different than all the other future carbon Pesachs, which you did not have to do that. Why was it done four days before, before they had to use it? So Rashi brings, which he quotes from the Mechilta, he doesn't say it's from the Mechilta, but that's where it comes from. He says, Reb Masyeh would say, that it says, wherever Elayich Hashem saw that the time was, it has come for him to fulfill the oath that he took to Avram Avinu, that he will redeem the Jewish people from Mitzrayim. And, but they didn't have any mitzvahs that they were involved in, in order that they should merit this redemption. As the Pesach says, in you are naked. So therefore he gave them two mitzvahs, the blood of the Korban Pesach and the blood of the Mila, because they had their bris on that night. That's how Rashi explains it. So we have to understand, Ramasya Bacharaj doesn't explain anything about why it was four days before. It just says that Hashem gave them a mitzvah to be busy with the Karban Pesach. What does it have to do with doing it four days earlier? In fact, Ramasya Bacharaj doesn't even talk about the setting aside of the lamb. He talks about the blood of the Karban Pesach, which happened after they shechted it, which was on the night of the 14th. We also have to understand why he brings in the uh, Dam Mila in order to answer this question. Dam Mila doesn't seem to have anything to do with this issue at all. In fact, Dam Mila, <coughs> those who, it, it could be that there were people that had a bris already before, most likely there were people, and they didn't have to do Dam Mila the night of uh, the car, you know, at that time. They already had their bris, and Dam Mila is actually something which pertains to every carbon Pesach, not just a year of going out of Mitzrayim, because you're not allowed to, to eat the carbon Pesach if you didn't have a bris. So the Damila doesn't seem to fit with the carbon Pesach of that night. Some of Farshim want to explain that the Masi is explaining why he gave them two mitzvahs together. Why That explains why the two mitzvahs together explain why it was done four days before, because since they had to have a bris, and the, you're not allowed to travel because it's dangerous to travel for three days after the bris. As we know from Rashi in the, uh, when he, the story with, of Moshe Rabbeinu's children, when he traveled to Mitzrayim, why they didn't have their bris? Because you're not allowed to travel after a bris. And it takes three days for the healing. And therefore, they had to do the bris before four days earlier so that they would be ready to travel from Mitzrayim when the time came on the Tezvot. So therefore, both mitzvahs, Dam Mila and Dam Pesach, were done at the same time. They began to prepare for it at the same time. That's how they want to explain it. But that would mean that Molu Ba'ayse Alayla, that Rashi says that they had their bris on that night, means on the night when Hashem told them to, or Moshe told them to set aside the carbon, not on that night of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. But from the way Rashi explains it, it seems that that they had the two blood the blood of the Karban Pesach and the blood of the Mila all happened on that night. That's what it seems from Rashi. In fact, there is even a com- uh, an opinion that they put some of the blood of the Mila also on the doors, 
to indicate that the, the Hashem should pass over it. So those are questions on the first half of the Rashi. Then the Rashi continues. And also because they were submerged, they were addicted to the idea of idol worship. So he said to them, withdraw for yourself um, uh, you know, a, a lamb for the carbon peso. By that he meant to say, withdraw from the idol worship and take for yourself a lamb which will be a mitzvah. That's the end of the Rashi. So these two, this second part, is not really a continuation of what Ramasya Mahara said. In fact, it's the, uh, it's the other opinion, the one that argues it's Ramasya Maharash, because Rabbi Elizabeth HaKapar says, what do you mean they had no mitzvahs? Of course they had mitzvahs. They had four great mitzvahs. The mitzvah of not changing their names, and not changing their language, and so on. They rejected the immorality. So he argues with Ramasya Maharash, yet Rashi presents it as if it's a continuation to what Ramasya Maharash said, rather than saying, Dovarachar, another opinion, or another explanation. He makes it seem as if it's all one thing. Another thing we have to understand, over here, he tells us Ramasya Maharash said so-and-so. Usually, we know the rule that Rashi only says that when the name of the person saying it adds some element of explanation to the context of this Rashi, of what he's trying to explain here. So we have to understand what is it about Ramasya Maharash that explains th- what he said and f- makes it fit better into this context. In fact, the, the question becomes more pronounced because by Rabbi Lazar Kapar, he doesn't say his name. So obviously he doesn't need Rabbi Lazar Kapar's name in order to, ex- to, ful- to fill out the explanation. But Ramasya Maharash, we need the name. We have to understand what it is about Ramasya Maharash's name that explains it. In fact, he doesn't even say this is said by Ramasya Maharash. He says, Hoya Ramasya Maharash, which means he was accustomed to saying. He would often say. So that makes it even more pronounced that this is something to do with Ramasya Maharash specifically. So to explain. The reason Rashi doesn't make it as two separate explanations is because, in fact, that is... As we asked, the first answer, the first part of the Rashi, doesn't in any way explain why they took it four days earlier. So therefore, the, continue, the, explana- the explanation of that happens in the second part of the Rashi. So it's a continuation to the first part. That's where the answer is going to come. And the answer to that is that when the Yidin will have to take these lambs for the carbon Pesach in order to be able to get them out of the idol worship of Mitzrayim. That's essential to, get, to be, being able to be redeemed from Mitzrayim is that they have to take lambs of Pesach which is the rejection of the idol worship of Mitzrayim. And that will be explained a little further on how that's going to be a rejection of the idol worship of Mitzrayim. But then we have to understand what's the connection between this element of the carbon pace of the rejection of the idol worship of Mitzrayim and what the main uh, goal of the pe- carbon pace seems to be which is that they should sh- put the blood on the door so that Hashem should jump over the homes Pesach, that's why it's called Pesach to jump over so in order to explain that Rashi first ex- gives us what Ramasi Machara said that in order for the Yidin to be able to be redeemed from Mitzrayim, in order for the whole Geula to be able to take place, they had to first take away that stigma of being naked of mitzvahs. 
And as will be explained, since they were given two mitzvahs, why were they given two mitzvahs will be explained presently, but that means that the carbon Pesach was there to remove a negative, something negative that was happening. It was not so much the positive act of the carbon Pesach as removing something negative, and that will be developed as we go on. So to explain that, when you look at Ramasya Mecharosh's explanation that they were naked of mitzvahs, and therefore Hashem had to give them something, mitzvahs, to be busy with, the question is, why did He have to give them two mitzvahs? If it's just to take away that stigma of being naked of mitzvahs, give them one mitzvah. If they need more, He wants to be generous and give them more. Why not three? Why specifically two? What is it, what is it about the two mitzvahs that they had to be given? The answer is, each one of the mitzvahs that they were given, Mila and Pesach, was in order to address another element of that being naked. There is the positive asetayv. They didn't have any mitzvahs that they were doing, so they had to have something positive to do. They also had, they were involved in negative type of behavior, and they had to remove and reject that negative behavior. So that was the other mitzvah. So they were given Mila, which is the active, the mitzvah, which will bring about a, a positive change. And then they were given Karban Pesach, which would, bring, which would reject the negative in their life. That's how they would reject the negative of Mitzrayim. What's the connection between the blood of the Karban Pesach and rejection of evil? Also, to mention that since we're talking about two mitzvahs which Hashem gave them because they, had, they were devoid of any mitzvahs at all, obviously He gave them two mitzvahs which were fundamental mitzvahs. Because if you're going to give them two mitzvahs to start them off in their relationship with Hashem, obviously these are going to be very fundamental mitzvahs. As far as mitzvahs milu, we find how it's fundamental because this is the sign between Hashem and the Yidin that they are in a relationship. That's a very fundamental idea. But what's so fundamental about carbon Pesach? What's the fundamental nature of it? So Rashi explains what the, what's going on with this carbon Pesach. They were submerged, addicted to idol worship. So he said, withdraw from idol worship and start being busy with the carbon Pesach. What is the rejection, what is it that the carbon Pesach is going to do for rejection of idol worship? Because as we learned already before, that it's well known actually, that the lamb, the ram, was the idol of Mitzrayim. And when the Yidin took the lamb, the ram, in order to shecht it, so that was a rejection. They took this animal that, the, uh, that they and the Egyptians had been worshipping, and they're going to shecht it. There is no, there's no greater rejection of the idol worship than that. But why did they have to take it four days earlier? We learned earlier, Rashi already told us, that, that why did Hashem wait until the third day of the Akedah by Yoyim Hashlishi on the third day, he saw the place. In other words, that's when Hashem pointed out where the Akedah is going to take place. Rashi says, because Hashem did not want those detractors that, were, that always spoke negatively about Avraham Avinu, and they would have said, they could have said, if Hashem had done it quickly, he said, go right now and take your son and Shechem as a carbon, and, and Avram jumped and did it they would have been able to say he had no time to reflect, he had no time to think about it, he had no time to ruminate. So he jumped in haste and, you know, re he reacted 
and he wasn't even thinking what he did. So Hashem said, no, we're going to take our time, we're going to wait, he'll have plenty of time to think about it, and he will make the right decision, so that they shouldn't be able to say that. Say that. How long did it take for us, till Hashem was satisfied that he had thought about it and decided the right thing, and therefore nobody can have any tightness? He waited four days. He commanded him to do the Akedah. The Pasuk says, the next day, Vayashkem Avram, Avram got a, uh, woke up early in the morning, and he set out on the journey to Yerushalayim. On the third day of the travel, of the trip, that's when he knew where it's going to be. So it was a total of four days, the day that he was commanded, and then the three-day trip. So we see four days is a time when a person thinks about and absorbs and commits himself to a certain type of, you know, a, a, a direction, to what he's going to do. The same thing here. If the Yidden had been told, take a lamb, shecht it, and, and, you know, and bring a carbon Pesach, all within ten minutes, all within an hour, they wouldn't have been rejecting their connection to idol worship, their addiction to idol worship, because it was overwhelming, it happened quickly, and you know, then you fall back into it. But if you have to sit with that lamb for four days in your bedroom, and you see it every day, and you know that it's going to be shechted, and you take four days to get comfortable with the idea of shechting your lamb, of rejecting Avaidazara, then it's something that will get you out of that addiction. So in summary, Rashi starts with explaining that they could have left Mitzrayim quickly. They, they, Hashem promised Avram that, uh, that he would take them out of Mitzrayim. He could have taken them out of Mitzrayim even without mitzvahs. To answer the question of why he, he had to fulfill his oath. That, that's an easy thing, take them out of Mitzrayim. But he needed them to reject Mitzrayim, not to drag Mitzrayim with them on the way out. So he needed them to reject the culture of Mitzrayim. For that, he needed them to, to take it for four days in order for them to merit, to, to really leave Mitzrayim. They needed two mitzvahs because they needed to become involved in mitzvahs both in the positive and the negative. So they needed the mitzvah of Mila and then the mitzvah of rejection of the idols, of, the, of uh, idol worship, which was the carbon Pesach. And in order for that to work properly, it had to be for four days. That's how Rashi teaches this whole subject. And it's all one long explanation, not two separate explanations. Why does he quote, tell us who Reb Masib and Kharash is? Or what, uh, why, that it was him that said it? Because Reb Masib and Kharash would often tell his students the following. Reb Masib and Kharash had a yeshiva in Rome. His yeshiva was based in Rome. It was the biggest yeshiva of the time, the biggest uh, rabbinical court of the time, but it was in Rome. Why did he bring it to Rome? Why didn't he do it in Yisrael? Now everybody has to schlep to Rome in order to be able to learn in his yeshiva. Why there? Why not like Rabbi Kiva? He did it in, in uh, Bnei Brak, in Yisrael. The answer is, Rabbi Masiu would tell them, in order for the Geula to be able to come about, we have to bring Torah to the Romans, not to the Roman Goyim. We have to bring Torah to the people that live in Rome, to the Jewish people that behave as Romans. They're naked of mitzvahs. They, they became Romanized. So they, we need to bring them the Torah. In order to be able to do that, we have to bring the yeshiva to them, to where they are. And only then are we able to reach Geula. 
In other words, he, this answer is why Hashem had taken an oath. Why does he need the Jews to deserve the Geula? Because Geula can only happen when it reaches all the furthest places and that's where the Geula has to start from the bottom and bring everybody up. How much more so in our Geula, the Geula Asir of Ashlema, where every single Yid is going to leave the Golos. Not like Mitzrayim where many be- people stayed behind, the majority stayed behind. So we have to make sure that we bring, we leave no Yid that should remain naked from any mitzvah. He, every Yid has to have a mitzvah. We have to search out every Yid, whether they're in Rome, wherever they happen to be, and bring them the mitzvah so that they too are included and have with what to go to the Geula. Because although the Ebeshter can bring the Geula without every Yid having a mitzvah, and in fact by the Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim it says that the Yidin said, you promised Avram that we will leave with great wealth, but we forget about it, never mind. Take us out now, quickly. Don't wait until the, the wealth accumulates. And wealth over there means two things. The material wealth, and also they had to empty Mitzrayim from all the Nitzutzes, from all the holy sparks that Mitzrayim had. They had to take it all with them. They said, let's wait, let's do it now. Get it over with. Let's get out of the Golos. And Hashem said, no. The Geul has to come in its full. I promised them that you will take the wealth. That's how it's going to happen. Today too, in order for the Geulah to be proper, every Yid needs to have something to go with. We have to have wealth with us, and that's why it's so important that every Yid should have a mitzvah. And we, we know that Yud always it came out on Shabbos Parsha so there must be a connection between this idea and the Friedrich Rebbe as well. And we find indeed that it is that the Friedrich Rebbe was involved in himself in spreading Yiddishkeit whether it's to an individual, to groups, even an individual, even simple people. He himself got busy with teaching and bringing even Misa, mitzvahs, not just philosophy and changing minds, but also getting somebody to do an actual mitzvah. The Friedrich Rebbe was very much invested into that because that is how the Geula Shlema will come about.